Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Social Media Marketing Spot, where we hope to encourage and inspire you by giving you tips, tools, and insights on creating your own social media marketing plan for your company. Um, My name is Shannon, and I'm so excited to do this podcast with you today because today we're talking about one of my absolute favorite pieces of the social media marketing plan puzzle, and that is the topic of branding. So we're going to be talking about the three V's, as I like to say. Um, We're going to be talking about your brand values. We're going to be talking about your brand voice. And we're going to be talking about your brand's visual identity. And these are all really, really key factors. And I'm going to go into a lot of information as to why. Um, But I'm so excited to be uh, doing this with you today. Now, I did want to mention right up front, if you haven't caught the previous two podcasts, you'll want to roll back and grab those because the third first podcast, we really began to build the foundation of defining who am I as a company? Who am I? What is my it factor? What sets me apart? What differentiates me? What is at the core of who I am as a company? Um, So that's the first thing you're going to want to do. And then the second podcast really talked about how do I take that information and really fine tune who my target market is? Because we talked about the importance of not throwing out a broad net, but instead really fine tuning who it is that's your target market. Um, And then we're going to be taking both of those pieces, who am I as a company and who is my target market? And we're going to be utilizing both of those to pour into building a branding package. And at the end of this, we're going to create a brand manual for our company. So if you haven't caught those two previous podcasts, definitely roll back and do that. Um, The second thing I'm going to say just uh, right up front here is that if you are a person who likes to uh, listen to podcasts while you're out for a walk or out for a drive, I definitely encourage you to do that. Um, But I also encourage you to maybe listen through a second time around and keep a pen and paper handy because we're going to go over a lot of really great Um, just insights and tips and just points of connection uh, that you may want to jot down as you're listening to it. So welcome. Let's jump right in. Branding. Okay. So branding is truly, it's where we begin to define the factors or the elements that we're going to be putting out there. We're going to take those key ingredients of, of who am I and who is my target market, and we're going to begin to build off of that and define different elements that help us communicate to our target audience who we are in a consistent and cohesive manner to where we become familiar and easily recognized by our target market. It's who we are and how we put ourselves out there. And that's going to make a whole lot more sense as we go along. Um, But one of the things I like to do from the very beginning is just give you guys my own personal version of basic branding math. So here's my personal version of basic branding math. This is why branding is so incredibly important. If we are able to differentiate ourselves and communicate our unique identity, so we differentiate ourselves, this is who I am, and then we communicate our unique identity in a consistent way. So we are consistently communicating our values, our competitive advantages, and our brand across all platforms in a cohesive and consistent manner. It creates a feeling of familiarity in our target market. So if you're familiar with marketing, you know the rule of seven. The rule of seven says that your audience has to hear your message or see you seven times 
before it truly registers with them and they begin to feel like you are familiar. It creates a sense of familiarity. So if every time we go out there and we throw a post out or we build a blog post or we create a flyer, we are not doing it in a consistent and cohesive way to where our branding package is consistent across every thing, every marketing material that we put out there, then we're basically starting over on that rule of seven over and over and over. And we're not really getting anywhere. But if we create a brand manual and we consistently follow it and make sure that all of it is cohesive and we're consistently putting out the same values, the same visual identity factors, and the same voice, then we begin to create a sense or a feeling of familiarity in our target market. Now, if we create that sense and feeling of familiarity in our target market, this often leads to the perception of trust, credibility, and trustworthiness. So if your target market begins to feel familiar with your brand, it begins to create this positive, warm response from them. They feel familiar, comfortable. I know who that is. It begins to build this perception of trust and credibility and trustworthiness, okay? This perception that they begin to feel or, or experience can lead them to take action. So it can lead to customer conversions. If they trust you, if you seem credible, if they feel familiar with you, maybe they'll click the link, visit the site, buy a product, pick up a phone and call your service. Or like I know one of my students is representing a church. Maybe it will lead them to walk through the doors. The perception of familiarity and trust and credibility can lead to a customer conversion. They can go from your target market to being an actual customer. This is where you have a huge opportunity because if your customer takes action and their experience is consistent with your message and your values, now you have an opportunity to build customer loyalty and create repeat customers. So your branding package even on the social media marketing level, has such power to build familiarity, create the perception of trust and credibility, and lead customers to take action, thereby giving you the opportunity to then make sure their experience is consistent with your overall company brand. Okay? So, that is my basic brand math of why branding is so incredibly important even on the social media marketing level. So when I talk about creating a brand manual, what we're going to do at the end of this is we're going to define the different pieces of our branding package and then we're going to put it into a manual so that every time we make decisions about a flyer, a post that's going out, a video we're making, a TikTok that we're making, a, a, a meme that we're sending out, a blog that we're writing, a website that we're building, no matter what it is, we are going to have this manual to refer back to to make sure that we're consistent with our communication, with our visual identity, and with our voice. So now we're going to go to the next part of that. I know that um, that maybe some of those terms aren't familiar to you. So we're going to start breaking down and defining these different elements of your social media branding. Before I do that, I want to tell you about an experience that I had recently. 
So for my own small company, I um, decided to start a podcast. So this is a brand new platform, a brand new platform. And I've never done it before. And I reached out to um, a young man who does the IT side and I asked him to build me a podcast intro and exit. And if you're not familiar with that, all that is, is it's the very beginning of a podcast where they play a little music and it says, welcome to the such and such podcast. Um, I don't do one for this one because this one's just a very low key one. Um, but for my business podcast, I wanted it to be very professional. So, um, I reached out and asked this young man to help me build an intro and exit, a professional intro and exit. Um, what I thought was incredible was one of the first things that he sent back was he said, I need to understand your brand. Send me some information about, um, the emotions or the feelings of your brand. Send me some information about, um, you know, the colors that you think of with your brand. And I found this fascinating because these are all different elements of my brand that he wants to use to make sure the pieces he's putting together are consistent and cohesive with what I've already built. So I sat down and it took me a while, but it began to pour out and I wrote the words, I just jotted words, encouraging, gentle, soft, light green, natural, professional, but with no feelings of formality. Like you're sitting on a porch with a glass of sweet tea and your best friend. Laughter, tears, and a sense of togetherness. And these are the words that I jotted down when I was talking to him about it. And, and, and that's what I want to encourage you to do right now. Before we launch into the next part, which will be the three V's, I want you to just sit down and think about your company and your brand and just begin to let words, colors, feelings, thoughts pour out of you, experiences, as you begin to describe the way that you want your company to feel to your target market, the messages you want to extend, what you want, the the, the overall vibe of your company. Just begin to really kind of let that pour out in words, okay? Nothing formal, just let it pour out. And then when you've done that, I want you to sit down and start working on the next piece. So the next piece is what I call the three V's, values, voice, and visual identity. So let's start with values. Your values are your beliefs. It's the way that you do business, what you stand for, your mission, and your standards. These are all part of your values. They're very important to define and communicate. They're very important also to revisit and realign when you need to. First of all, one of the reasons I think your values are incredibly important to have as part of your brand manual is because they help you make very important business and marketing decisions. If you define a value, you want to make sure that as decisions come up in your company or in your social media marketing plan, that you're filtering those decisions through your core values. It also helps you make sure when you're in the hiring process that you're hiring team members that align with your values and agree with your values and that you get the right people on the bus and get them in the right seats. Um, Your values can also help you better define your target market because you're looking to find a target market that lines up with your values as a company that is drawn to and agrees with your values as a company and makes them want to be loyal customers to you. Um, They also help you better communicate your differentiating factors to that specific target market. 
Um, identifying your values in your brand manual helps you maintain, maintain consistency in the way that you do business because ideally you're going to make an intentional effort that all decisions, both business and marketing, are consistently being filtered through your company's core values. And that could be you as an owner of the company are making sure that happens or you're communicating these core values to your team members and as they work with your um, target market or your existing customers that they are filtering their decisions the way that they're treating your customers the way that they're responding to different situations through your company's core values because remember it goes back to You can lead the customer to the door, but once they get through the door, their experience is going to determine how they feel about becoming a loyal repeat customer. So um, identifying those core values, making them part of your brand manual, um, it will help you not only with creating uh, your your post and your flyers and all the things that are part of your social media marketing plan, but it will also help you maintain consistency by communicating it all the way down the line. So let's go on to the next one, brand voice, okay? Brand voice. Um, You also hear some people say brand tone. They can be interchanged and also used separately. Um, This can be most easily described as your brand's personality. It's usually built through the application of taking your core values, and then applying them to create a brand voice. So let's let's talk about some possible brand voices. Do you have a serious and to the point voice or personality to your company? Are you unemotional and factual? I know that sounds cold, but some companies are. Some companies are very just unemotional and fact-based and they're not it, that is what their company is built on. The, the value is that I'm going to give you unbiased, factual information without all the warm and fuzzies. That's okay. If that's what your company is built on and that's what they're known for, then they know their target market is looking for that. Um, maybe your brand voice or tone is warm and encouraging, gentle and caring, serious but gentle or serious but blunt. Filled with humor, sarcasm, slang, compassionate, empathetic, a fun storyteller, or a strong, authoritative, and assertive fact checker. Um, So there's a lot of different um, possibilities or scenarios to your brand voice. Whatever you choose, it should be easily aligned with your values and your mission, okay? It should also take that second key ingredient and make sure that aligns with your target market needs. If your target market is looking for um, unemotional and factual and you're giving warm and encouraging and fuzzy, it's not aligning with your target market needs. So you want to look at your brand voice and make sure it's aligning with your value and missions and also with your target market needs. Lastly, you want to make sure that you remain consistent in your brand, tone, and voice. If your brand was a person, what would their voice and tone sound like and how would they communicate? Now, I want to take a quick step back when we talk about consistency. Brand, tone, and voice consistency does not necessarily mean it's going to remain the same in all circumstances. For example, if you were to have a coffee company 
that's building a reputation on providing ethically sourced coffee beans, then your social media posts may include a serious and to-the-point post about how competitors source their beans and how this negatively impacts a farmer and their families. But it may also include a compassionate and empathetic post about the families and farmers where your specific beans are sourced. So you can have different tones for different scenarios, and you may need to just break that down and define your tone in subcategories. But you just want to make sure that once you define that, you stay consistent. Consistency in brand voice means that you do not make a huge jump from a normal from your norm of voice into something totally different. I'm going to give you an example of this, and it's going to seem pretty duh factor, right? But this is what I'm saying by filtering things through your core values and your voice and your basic brand manual. If you were to have a ministry blog and your brand voice is typically gentle, encouraging, and compassionate, and you're having a really bad day, you're just having a bad day and you're not feeling it and you're sitting and posting and suddenly you start putting out stuff that's sarcastic and aggressive. You have just very greatly from your brand voice and tone and will likely shock or lose many of your existing or potential customers. So that's why when you especially have team members of all different personality types, You want to make sure that you're communicating your brand voice, your brand manual, all of that, your values to everyone so that no matter what kind of a day anyone is having, what's going out is being filtered through those elements to make sure that it's consistent. Now, I realize that that example is kind of a a really extreme example, but it does give you an idea of why it's important to have that in place. Um, Because we all have days where we want to try new things and there's nothing wrong with experimenting, but be very careful um, that as you experiment, you're not shocking and losing your potential customers because it doesn't align with your values and with, you know, your target market and what really resonates with them. So last of the V's, we're going to talk about visual identity. Visual identity refers to the visual aspects or elements of your company's social media branding. So pretty easy to identify. We're talking about colors, logos, font choices, also known as typography, uh, style and types of photos, and etc. Visual identity can be a very, very powerful piece of the overall company branding puzzle. It should be unique consistent, cohesive, and easily recognizable for all of the reasons we talked about before. You want to create that sense of warm familiarity where someone trusts you, they feel familiar with you, they feel comfortable with you because that is what moves them into loyalty, action and loyalty, or loyalty and action. Um, So how do we do this? When we begin to build our brand manual, we're going to start defining What are the main colors we're going to use? Let's create a color palette. Let's stick within this color palette. Um, Maybe it's going to be warm earth tones. Maybe it's going to be bold, bright colors. Whatever it is, we're going to define a palette and we're going to stick to that. Um, Typography and fonts, we're going to start to define. These are the, the three, four, five fonts that everything that we put out is going to be within these three fonts. Um... Do you have a logo? Do you have a type of photo that you like to use? So these are going to be, when you start using these specific color uh, tones with these specific fonts, 
Um, maybe you use your logo, maybe you don't have to, but either way, when you become consistent with using those things, no matter what photos you're sharing or message you're sharing or the type of marketing material that you're putting out there, suddenly it makes a customer stop and go, I know who that is. And they have that warm feeling of familiarity, trust, and loyalty. So for example, think of brands like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Starbucks, Lego, the typography, the colors, all easily recognizable, consistent, and familiar. So you're driving down the interstate and you see a Starbucks sign, right? You probably, without even the logo being there, if you just saw the colors and the circle, you would say, that's a Starbucks. It brings that warm familiarity. You remember your experience there. You trust them because you know they're a reputable company. And suddenly you're hitting the next exit, possibly if you're a Starbucks fan. But all I'm saying is it creates the warm feeling of familiarity and trust. So identifying your visual identity factors, your elements like colors, logos, typography, etc. Identifying those things helps you remain consistent so that, aha, we're going back to that famous number of seven rule. When your target market sees that consistent color, logo, typography combo seven times, they begin to recognize it and it begins to register with them. Okay, so when choosing visual identity factors, a company can... Sorry. When choosing visual identity factors, a company should consider, number one, their own values, core identity, it factor, types and tones of messages they want to convey, things such as this. Who am I? Who am I? And how do I communicate that in color, font, all of that? Remember, I went back to that light green, white, uh, light brown, warm, natural earth tones. These are the things because mine is encouraging and gentle and supportive, okay? It's not bold and short and sweet and any of those things. So what colors communicate my brand? What fonts feel warm to me in my brand? Or do you want a bold font? Does a bold font communicate who you are? Okay, the second thing you're going to want to consider is what elements of visual identity would appeal most to your target market. Okay, so you want to start looking at that avatar that we built and saying, would this person, would this avatar, would this target market that I've identified for my company, would they be attracted to these colors, these fonts, these images? This is how we're going to start building our visual identity factors. Staying true to both of these factors will almost guarantee you a visual identity that can be consistently maintained throughout the entire social media marketing plan and will resonate with and attract your primary target market, thereby moving them to action, converting them to customers, and giving you the opportunity to build customer loyalty and repeat customers. So the three V's, okay? your values, your voice, and your visual identity. All very important. Once you have really worked through those three, and then you've really looked at whether they resonate with your target market, look at all of your decisions and make sure they're cohesive. Do you have soft, warm elements for an empathetic, compassionate voice? What if you have bold, strong visual elements with a gentle, compassionate voice? Does that work together? 
How can you make your overall branding package flow well? Don't be afraid to revisit and rework this branding until you truly find what fits best for you and your target market. Sometimes this includes what is called in the marketing world, A-B testing. You may put out one post that has gentle, soft, warm colors and maybe maybe some, um, some uh, script writing. And then you put out another one that has bright, bold colors, red with bright yellow and super bold fonts. And you see which one resonates more with your target market. When you do those A-B testing and you see how your audience responds, you can begin to really evaluate if you feel like you want to go with one or the other. You can begin to ask your family members and friends or even your current customers which one they like. And then when you're ready, when you've got all those different pieces worked through and you're really ready to put it down, you can build a brand guide or a brand manual for your business. A brand guide or a brand manual is going to say, these are my values. This is my voice. These are our visual identity factors. And this is going to help you as the owner be consistent across all platforms because you're going to begin to filter every decision you make as far as putting out um, anything to do with your social media marketing. You're going to filter that through everything you've built and make sure you keep the colors consistent, the fonts consistent, um, the branding package overall as, as it comes to all of that. You're going to keep it consistent. But it also has the added benefit of helping any employees or team members or even Like I said before, I hired an outside consultant to help me with my podcast. If I had a brand guide or a brand manual that I could send to them, it would say, this is who I am. And when you build something for me, I need it to be consistent with this, these visual identity factors, this voice, these values. So employees, team members, third parties that are helping you design and implement different ideas in the future, these brand guides get your entire team on the same page. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, I hope you uh, were able to really see how not only does identifying your branding help you, um, but how you could really break it down into workable pieces and be able to put that into action. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next podcast. But in the meantime, I hope you have fun working out your three Vs and uh, let us know what you decided. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Bye-bye.